Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This is our origin story. My Talk 107.1 is KTMY-FM HD1. My Talk 107.1. Everything entertaining. Entertainment, Bradley's eating a protein bar, I think. Good job, Bradley. But it's not a chili cinnamon roll combo. I can't. You brought this to me this morning, and I was like, no, I've never heard of people eating a cinnamon roll with chili. Now, did either of you see the tweet yesterday from our governor? I don't follow the governor on Twitter. I have to You admit. should to stay abreast of public affairs, Dawn. Just, it's a good yeah. civil uh, okay. civic duty. I don't really get into politics on Twitter. Um... Our governor yesterday tweeted the following: "Good man." And what he Good man. What he was referring to John was Goodman? a t- Nope. What he was referring to was a tweet that he retweeted from a guy named Kyle. Mm-hmm. And Kyle said apparently the East Coast is not receptive to cinnamon rolls with your chili and I'm heartbroken. Like, I'm sorry this looks amazing and only Midwesterners understand. And then he attached a photo of a bowl of chili with a big fat cinnamon roll stuck in the middle of it. Oh, and I was like, I need to understand what's going on here. Now, have you first of all, 651-641-1071. Have you had this? Not have you heard of it? Not you have thoughts about it, but have you actually had it? A cinnamon roll and chili 651-641-1071. So, now let's back up cuz I know Don you're probably saying to yourself, "What?" Why chili cinnamon? You've never heard of this, right? No, it sounds like something that you know your drunk friends come up <laughs> Thank with. Thank you. And they're just like rooting through your refrigerator, and you're like, "Well, hey. I have chili and some old ass cinnamon rolls in here." <laughs> old ass cinnamon rolls. Yes. No, you're absolutely right. It sounds like drunk food, like yeah. two a.m. Like, what can I, I need? Some I need some chili. Oh my god, chili, so good! And I'm gonna stop it up with the cinnamon. Oh. You know, that's not that bad. It's really good. But apparently, Dawn, this is a big thing in other Midwestern states. Now, I've lived in three Midwestern states. I've never had this. I've never seen it. I've heard of it out there, sort of in the ether, never tried it. But apparently in South Dakota, and this has become like a thing on the Internet because now or on social media because people are like, what? And the governor actually called in to a local publication to talk about his tweet and to say, in fact, this is a real thing. And the school that he worked at, because, you know, he was a teacher and a coach uh, that they would serve in the cafeteria. No chili and a cinnamon roll. So it wasn't like, OK, just on chili day, they had cinnamon rolls. No, they serve these two together. together. And there are pictures online of them like a bowl of chili 
with a cinnamon roll on top. It is so bizarre to me. Anyway, I need to understand what this is actually like. We do have a listener on the line. Let's go to Andrea. Hey, Andrea. Hi. um, Yeah, I actually grew up in central Iowa, but we had um, regularly hot lunch with um, chili with a cinnamon roll. They always came together, and it was the most popular hot lunch day. um, Really? Because the cinnamon rolls are really good. Really? So now, would you like, do do you eat the chili, then the cinnamon roll, or were people like combo, you know? Um, I mean, I didn't, but some people might have dipped it, but I... I, um, Ate one at a time, usually. It's kind of a weird combo, though, right? Like, you think of cinnamon rolls Mm. not like as a lunch snack. You think of them as, I mean, I do. I should speak for myself. I think of them as like a breakfast. For an entire three days. Right, (laughs) yeah. And I don't, nowadays, um, yeah, as an adult, I don't ever crave um, a cinnamon roll with my chili. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, Andrea, thank you so much for calling uh, 651 641 1071. If you two, like Andrea, have had this experience, because I just, I don't know, Don. You said you were open to this. We talked about it earlier, and you said, "Well, I'm, I would try it." I, I try most things, you know. When it comes to food, I'll be like, "Oh yeah, I'll try it." You know, uh, I do like um, cornbread with chili. I if I make chili, I usually get well, a yeah, little jiffy. Makes total sense. A little jiffy, you know, like a dollar cornbread yeah. mix, and just you have to have that. Yeah, with cornbread honey muffins for sure. So I, there's like a sweetness to that for sure. That sort of cuts through the but cinnamon chili so to me like i get the sweet thing right because like we Mm -hmm. love to put salty and sweet together Mm -hmm. to me the thing that i'm having a hard time with other than like the frosting in the chili because that's just kind of giving me some herbs actually it's giving me a little Uh, he just did the story so he could play that you guys so it's giving me that but also the cinnamon no, I, I, hey, I'm not going to convince you that this is good. I just said I would try it. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't understand. I think what we should do, just for the purposes of experimentation, <laughs> is on Chili Wednesday next week. Yeah. We, um, I will go find, edition. I'll go find some cinnamon rolls and we can try a special edition food prawn. Let's go to Leanne. She's been patiently oh, holding Leanne. as well. Leanne, what are your thoughts? Have you had this chili cinnamon roll concoction? So I... Until I was 12, I lived in the Twin Cities metro. We never had it for lunch. Um, and then when I got older, I moved to central Minnesota near St. Cloud, where it was routinely featured on the menu, chili really? and cinnamon roll. Okay. And I was really confused <gasps> okay. when I moved to this area. Like, what is this? Um, but it was a common thing. I don't remember anyone dipping or anything like that. It was just like chili and yay, bonus cinnamon roll. But it was a routine thing on our menu when I was in high school. Okay, so it was like a combo, but not necessarily like, oh, you got to dunk your cinnamon roll. Because I will say the image that was on Twitter was literally like a Cinnabon, like shoved in a bowl of chili. And that just looked so bizarre to me. Yeah, no one that I ever knew of dunked the cinnamon roll on the chili. It was was together, but never together <laughs> okay gotcha well thank you for calling in thanks yeah have a great day. i've looked up the origins of this it says some say the dish can be traced back to logging camps at the beginning of the 20th century where hard-working loggers needed meals that were both high in calories and satisfying 
That sounds like one most of those other cite chili and cinnamon rolls as a once essential part of their school lunch program. That's like what it most likely. It, it sounds like to me because all of the things loggers that, ate it. I don't feel like loggers were. You know, like hey, Jeb, I'm gonna make chili today. What would you like with your chili so we can get some extra calories? <laughs> Let's uh, create an elaborate pastry. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Do you have any yeast? It's Any like, powdered sugar just, in the logging cam? I wish, I think they would just have like Johnny Cakes or whatever. Johnny Cakes. Equally absurd <laughs> uh, old tiny bread item. Um, spoon bread. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, I, it sounds like to me, I bet this was a school lunch thing. Kind of that's where people are getting the nostalgia. Because I will say, in addition to the tweets about this, they seem very connected to school lunch. We've also got an email from... A number of people. We got an email from Heather who said this was on the lunch menu of every elementary school once a week in the winter when I was growing up. Okay. And uh, Teresa said, I grew up in Iowa. It was not a thing. We had cornbread with chili. I don't think cinnamon with chili is weird or the roll itself. It's like bread. I think the frosting is weird. Yeah, I agree with you. I just think cinnamon with chili. I guess, you know, people put cinnamon in things but not so much like cinnamon roll cinnamon is different than like oh there's a quarter teaspoon of cinnamon yeah, to you go can't probably taste it oh it's, this is like it's all about the bread and the frosting this is I just a big cakey cinnamony gobby gooby so my mom mess. is um if you don't know she is the head lunch lady well, do they serve this in missouri no and i bet she would have a bunch of reasons why like um it wouldn't count nutritionally on her because they have to have you know, standards in school lunch. I will say that our one of our senators, Tina Smith, yeah. she actually posted a video online trying this oh, Frankenstein oh. concoction. <laughs> yes. And she took a swipe of chili and then shoved a piece of cinnamon roll in her mouth. And it, the face that she made didn't, it wasn't encouraging. <laughs> I love not, Tina. I love Tina too, but this was not an encouraging <laughs> she look. She was giving her real feelings. Well, that's what I'm saying. It. Like, I don't, I think she was trying to be polite in the way that yeah. we're all Minnesota polite. Like, we'll try it. All right. So should we try this on Chili Wednesday next yeah, week? Yeah, we should. Mike, what do you, how are you feeling about? I am in. I went to a small town, uh, Minnesota. You never Minnesota. had this? Never heard of it in my entire yeah, life. Yeah, I've never heard of it. My parents even. even had the restaurant. Nothing anyone ever ordered at the restaurant. This was, right. no, I'd never heard of this before. Do today. you do any, we should have a chili conversation someday mm-hmm. because I guarantee we all have different chili feels. Oh, sure. Because don't you feel like everywhere is different when it comes to what constitutes good chili? Sure. Yeah. All right. We'll do chili talk another day. But when we come back here on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn, we have an unslobbed mystery. That's an unsolved mystery for those of you who don't listen. This one about the ancient apocalypse when we return right here on my talk. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. We'd love to talk about weird things that don't have an explanation or maybe they do in this segment. What is that? Unsolved Mysteries of the Unknown. But it's probably aliens or ghosts. What are we talking about today, Bradley? Well, it might not be ghosts. It could be Or it could just be an ancient lost civilization. Dawn, have you ever watched a show called 
Ancient Apocalypse. I haven't, but it's sort of a new thing on Netflix because it was just uh, out November of last year. Yep. So, and Mike, I put a link to the trailer. Got it. I, it's not on, you know, yep. you got, got the, the, and the, you know, yep. and the, yep. bu- uh, anyway, let's listen to a little bit of this trailer and then let's talk about Ancient Apocalypse. Did you know that you were picking a fight with academia? Because there's a lot of people that just don't want to hear this. You have been at the front of the line for decades, and you exposed me to a lot of these controversial ideas that have now been substantiated. Well, I'm Graham Hancock. I don't claim to be an archaeologist or a scientist. I am a journalist, and the subject that I'm investigating is human prehistory. So that's just a very dramatic. It's very dramatic. And I should say, spoiler alert, I don't believe a lot that's in this series, (laughs) but I had a blast watching it. Okay. Because Graham, uh, I almost said Graham Norton. It's not Graham Norton, who I also love, but Graham Hancock is an author, and a lot of people would know him from the books that he's written, Fingerprints of the Gods, Magicians of the Gods, America Before, Supernatural, Visionary, The Sign in the Sea. He writes all these books, and they're kind of... Mm, Sci-fi. Mm, I guess it's hard to put him in a box. Actual scientists and archaeologists would probably say this is pseudoscience. Oh, I'm into it then. And um, others would say he's just speaking truth to power. He's a journalist who has found these stories and academia, mainstream academia is ignoring them, which is why you're hearing him on things like Joe Rogan and like places where people go with these sorts of conspiracy theories. Yes. But, and I do mean but, there's a big but, this series is actually uber fascinating, even if you don't buy into his conspiracy theories. Now, before I begin, I just want to tell you the essential conspiracy theory is this. You know how there's all these flood myths in cultures across the world? Yes. So like our uh, our um, Christian friends, our Noah's Ark. Uh, Judeo-Christian friends, our Islamic friends, our Persian friends, our Zoroastrian friends. Like there are all of these cultures and religions throughout time that reference a big flood. Okay. He says... Actually, there was this big flood that happened after this last ice age. There was like a mini ice age, long story short. It caused a bunch of flooding. As the planet started to warm, it caused a bunch of flooding, and these floods happened, and it wiped out all of these advanced civilizations. Like, humanity was at one point, like, really far advanced. The floods came, washed it all away. We've got all these remnants of the floods as, you know, kind of dusty memories, right? So that's where all the myths come from. But he says, essentially, when those floods came in... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. 
Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Destroyed everything. A bunch of people from this advanced civilization went back to, like, after the floodwaters receded and spread out across the globe to help the remnants of humanity remember the technologies they lost. So they were like these super smart people from this lost civilization that spread across the globe. And that's why we've got pyramids in one place and pyramids in another. Yeah. Like, so it's that kind of thing, Mm -hmm. right? The good news is you don't have to buy that conspiracy theory to enjoy the show because each of the episodes takes you to one of these archaeological places throughout the world Mm. and you learn about the actual archaeology of the place even if you're not buying in to all of the like whether or not some ancient civilization Civilization existed like atlantis yeah okay so would the ancient aliens dude like this because they say that it's aliens that came down and helped us out you know build, build the pyramids and acknowledging that there was a flood but we didn't get any of that information until aliens gave it to us. Yeah. Does, does he support that at all? I that don't know the ancient aliens it. guy. So he was not a part of this <laughs> okay. series. But each episode of Ancient Aliens literally takes you to places. There's this place in Turkey called Gobekli Tepe, which Tepe, I'm probably saying that wrong. Gobekli Tepe. Anyway, it's this uh, ancient place where there's a bunch of caverns there that shouldn't have had a level of technology that they have. So there are a lot of fascinating mysteries. Like they found a fax machine in the cave. No, no, not like that. But again, you don't have to be fully invested in the conspiracy theories to 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 find the archaeology and those mysteries to be fascinating, right? Like you can just revel in the mystery and not have to have an answer that involves aliens or Mm. tinfoil hats. That's true, I guess. But George Sukulos is going to be really... He's the guy with the hair that's all crazy and sticks up. Yeah, from the the History Channel. He's the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Well, this is really cool. I really want to watch this. Do you know how many episodes? I think it's about eight. Okay. Six to eight, something like that. Uh, And each one of them sort of... Like, it's really well shot, so it's beautiful imagery. Like, there... Again, I learned a lot about history, and I know people are like, but is that history? He, I think, is very clear about what he says is his thoughts and opinions versus what established archaeologists, historians Ah. would say. So I think you if you're a, you know, if you consider yourself to be a critical thinker, I think you can watch Ancient Apocalypse and enjoy it. Right. Well, I mean, what else is there to watch? We don't have a lot. This is Netflix, right? I'm joking. Oh. That was sarcasm. Oh, I was like, no, what? but I'm always into something like this as why we have this segment. So that is very, very cool. Um, so do they bring up anything about um, what evidence there is? Because, you know, he's saying that all of this existed before. Does he bring up any evidence to support that? I mean, again, I mean, he's got theories, yes. okay. but there's not like there's not going to be a smoking gun. Okay. It's not like they were like, oh, here's where they all lived. 
<laughs> right, right. Because otherwise, we would know that, and then people wouldn't be. Then arguing it would be destroyed because somebody would go um, loot it. Uh, well, yeah, there's that. All right, from unsolved mysteries to Elon Musk, he's a mystery we don't want to solve. But uh, Don will tell us. My talk 1071, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Don. You know, Elon Musk can get on our nerves sometimes, and sometimes. Uh, but, uh, you know, he might have a good idea. We'll just have to discuss this. I feel like AI development is something that should just move forward, but he does not think so. Uh, Elon Musk got, got together with Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak, and they have joined forces to gather a huge group of leaders in the uh, tech industry. They all signed an open letter, and they want people to stop developing AI software. They're calling out the developers of AI software that they are they could be unaware that they're creating catastrophic catastrophic risks that come with development. Okay, so they're just concerned like something terrible is going to happen, but do they have any evidence of this or are they just worried? What's what's their motivation? I feel like because Elon Musk is in the business of tech. Maybe he's not at the forefront of this and just, I have no evidence to this, but I'm like, so you want them all to stop for six months so you can put some regulations in place. Maybe you just during that time want to develop your own AI oh, software yeah. to keep well, up and with I'm, them. I'm sure that he is involved with AI and AI being, of course, artificial intelligence, uh, whether for his own company companies whether it's tesla or spacex i'm sure they utilize ai so interesting we don't uh we don't know uh frankly who started this but like you said there's like 1100 some people what's the counterpoint like what are the people on the other side going uh you guys calm down because i would imagine not everybody agrees yeah neil degrasse tyson is actually one of those and he says cool your jets elon ai is not a threat to humanity he thinks that they're watching too many sci-fi movie movies, 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 and he's kind of just laughing at this. Um, TMZ caught up with him on Wednesday, and he was at the airport. But I'm sure that they were like, "Hey, can you? Are you doing anything? We need to talk to you." So right. they aren't just. I mean, I think that they're always standing by at the airport to catch celebrities coming in and out, but. They probably knew he was going to be there, and they wanted to know what he thought about this six-month break on AI development. And he says this is nothing new. We've seen the twists and turns triggered by the tech revolution for more than 100 years. When jobs get replaced by machines, people find new jobs. And here's the big point that if AI eventually takes over all the jobs, we can all go to the beach, which I'm assuming he is just joking there, and he's on his way to the beach on a vacation. Yeah, well, that wouldn't be such a bad idea. But he's absolutely right. And again, I would put my faith in Neil deGrasse Tyson in this regard because look back at history. Because every time, science. Because science! <laughs> every time, well, because history, if you look at every time machines have taken over, it just means we do different work. So, yeah, yeah there, it causes a problem in the moment, and it, we have to readjust and assess yeah. And be flexible. And that's what government's supposed to be there to do to help us remain nimble. God, now I sound like a politician, but like uh, we've been through this before. But all of, the, and I have seen 
I truly believe from my own uninformed space over here on the Internet that we are living through an AI bubble right now where everybody's freaking out, mostly people who are not doing the actual work about the dangers of AI. It's going to come for our jobs. I mean, you can just smell people saying this of like a blender in the 1920s. Yeah. What's next? They're going to take all our jobs. Or a microwave oven. What is a woman going to do if she's not at a blender? <laughs> She'll have thoughts and want to go to college. Exactly. We can't have that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it doesn't take her five hours to make a dinner anymore. Yeah. What's she going to do with the other three? She's going to want Idle hands. stuff to do. <laughs> oh, so. Yeah, so I. Uh, my point is I just think we're in this bubble and it's going to burst. And we're going to realize that AI is just as clunky as humanity. Also, I saw somebody point out that I follow on Twitter who was like, yeah, I'm really not that worried about AI because if AI is actually too smart for us, mm-hmm. it'll be nice because we're the we're humans. Dumb. We're the, we're the mean ones. Yeah. We're the dumb ones yeah. when it comes to like technology. Right. So if this thing is so smart, it's probably going to be a lot better than we are mm-hmm. at a lot of things, which again, I just think we're overreacting a bit. So Yes, and we've heard all the horror stories. We are well aware of like, well, you know, they asked Chat GPT to give them advice on this and this is what it said. It urged somebody to want to end their life or something like that. Those are extremes. And uh I think the dangerous thing about this is that they're calling for the government to get involved, which as we know, Whenever you approach Congress with things that are like, hey, you might not know a lot about this, but here is some scary evidence. They're going to run with the fear. And, you know, are we just going to stunt ourselves and let other countries take advantage of that? You know, if you think of it in that way, it's Mm -hmm. not going to stop. Mm -hmm. Okay, you can't globally do anything about this. So, well, you're not. Well, that's the other conceit. You're never going to stop scientists from doing science because they're like, well, we should wait. No, they're just going to keep doing science. It's up to the rest of us to decide whether or not we should employ the technology that they use. I mean, we all have choices whether or not to pick up our phones on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. All of the dangers that, you know, whether people say TikTok is going to kill us all. (laughs) Really, is it is it going to do any more damage than any other social media platform has done? And if you do think that's the case, put it down. And I doubt in the future people I mean, people are still allowed to write checks. You know, if they don't want to, you know, use cash, it's not like Donna, it's, it is inconvenient, you know, to some people, but it's not like those things are going to go away where we're going to be forced to use AI always, you know, and I just, I don't know. I just want to think now about what we want robots to do for us. Let's turn this into a fun thing. Yeah. What are you doing on a daily basis that you would like a robot? I mean, there's so much like to the point of that you said about, um, just heading to the beach. Think of all the things that you, you know, and, and frankly, you could already do. That's the other thing. That's why I'm not scared. Like there's all this technology already who builds cars. You think it's people like people show up because they have parts of the job to do. Uh-huh. Right. But there are tons of robotics that go into building. I a wonder car. how many, how much he uses making Tesla's. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, AI is different than robotics, but my point is truly that, you know, technology as much as we want to fear it also enables us to do a tremendous amount of good and to have a lot more time on our hands. So if I were to have a robot in my day-to-day life, yeah. empty the dishwasher. Thank you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or a dishwasher that just puts the dishes away. Yeah, that's good. I hate grocery shopping. 
Perfect. Absolutely cannot stand it. I have to. They have that robot already. It's called Instacart. Yeah, but I don't. I sometimes I, I'm like I don't know what to buy. You know, I don't. I don't know what to do. I want a robot to decide and go. Well, in the past, you bought these things, which I know that. If I looked at my Target app, I could probably figure that out. So you're thinking that the the robot's just going to, like, know what you need? Like, I think Dawn needs... Cottage cheese. ...saltines today. (laughs) Like, it's smart enough to be like, this is what you're going to eat, Dawn. I know that, like, my sister has a refrigerator, I think, that knows whenever she has to put things in all the right places. And so it knows whenever she doesn't have any butter, and then it orders butter or something. I mean, I guess for some people that's awesome, and you could probably tell me twenty it's reasons a very tidy go for it. But I, that is, sounds like so much work to me. But it isn't. She doesn't. It puts it on a list, you know, and then it's like she yeah. knows she's out. But of putting butter. things in a certain place that oh. would drive me nuts. What does your refrigerator look like? Is it messy? No, I actually um, I love a clean refrigerator. Every yeah. weekend I take everything out and then rearrange it, get rid of all the old stuff if there is anything. Oh. You have to, otherwise it's a mess. Don't get me wrong. If you opened up my refrigerator on any given Tuesday, there's stuff everywhere. But at least once a week, I try to go in and like, you know, root around. Yeah. What about you? Uh, Very tidy refrigerator. Everything has its place. I have a drawer and I keep a lot of my stuff down there. Like what's your lot of your stuff? What do you mean? (laughs) Well, my stuff that, so I am living in a home with, People that are have gluten allergies, so I don't want oh, anything to get confused. Like we it. have like GF butter, you know, it's like gluten free butter. You don't want to, you know, use a knife in there that's been touching oh, some toast. Oh, sure, yeah. You know that has gluten in it. That's how sensitive these. It's not just a I prefer gluten. It's like a you're gonna yeah, be very sick allergy. if you don't. And yeah. it's like contamination is a thing. Yeah. So yeah, and it's just you know. I just don't, when I open someone's refrigerator, if you've ever done that, and it's just crammed and packed with things, and you're like, I'm afraid of what the science experiment is in here. That makes me feel uncomfortable. Oh. You know? Yeah. You don't like clutter? I don't like clutter in a fridge. Like, ooh, what's that smell? (laughs) Yeah, you shouldn't have rotten food in your fridge. Yeah, I mean, or just like so much. When you open a refrigerator and it has like oh, so many I, leftovers, I'm like, what are we doing here? Why are we making more food when there's food? Oh, sure. Yeah. I, I know you might not feel like it. I don't know. Here I am now judging people's refrigerators. I don't know. Have you had a lot of experience with other people's? Yes. I oh, routinely. Okay. I was going to say, it sounds like I am this is personal the experience. Fridge police and I. You are? No. Oh. <laughs> no. You know, and I only had one child, so that definitely I can acknowledge I will, that makes I, a difference. I will tell you, you know, like I do most of the cooking. Okay, I do all of the cooking at home and I do the grocery shopping. So I kind of feel like that's my domain and I get real, um, you know, aggressive when I like I'm telling Jamie like, FYI, this is for this. I have to be real communicative because otherwise things might disappear that were going to be on the schedule. Um, <laughs> the schedule. Con- well, yeah, like I you know what we're, I, yeah, because I know That's what we're good. making. So I'm like, just make sure you understand and you can eat whatever you want. But I bought this, this garlic cheese for this. is for this dinner recipe we're having. Yeah. So I have to get really specific. It's for chili and uh, yeah. cinnamon rolls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that was fun. What else do you want? I want um, a computer to think up really good stock tips for me and invest all my oh, money. God, yeah. Because I don't want to have to make decisions. And f- I know that that is done for me with whatever you would trust retirement. Your, like retirement with a robot? Yeah. Oh, God. Don't trust I'm not me. There. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, I get like ideally it would be nice to just, you know. And I already have that because you have, you know, 
you know, low risk or high risk funds that you contribute to just in your retirement. I do think, though, that I will be curious to see, like, where does AI, you know, I guarantee our business will have a component of AI. I mean, you know, there might come a time when, you know, you can actually turn over broadcasting in some capacity to an artificial intelligence, whether it's through a voice that's writing its own content. They're I just going to take all of our words and voices and and then they're going to create. Yeah, maybe, Radio and maybe we'll just maybe we'll just decide what we want it. To, it'll come with it'll come to us with ten things that we should talk about, and we'll be like, okay, I like those. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think we're still going to have a job to. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Do. It's just going to be a different job. And I hope it's an easier job. Although, <laughs> if past is prologue, it's just going to be one more system that we're going to forget our login to. Oh. Right. And have to go to a training that are we, we just up... talking about the internet, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, when we come back, Mike's got a new game for us to play. It's game Ooh. show roulette right here on my talk. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Boulevard Autoworks, BLVDAutoworks.com. Spring is not quite here yet, but it's just around the corner, which means there is a chance at some point in the near future you could be driving around with the windows down. I mean, heck, do it today, but, you know, with the heat on. And if you got the windows rolled down and you hear a strange noise and that noise follows you, it's probably your car. This is totally normal. It happens all the time. In fact, I've had this happen before where you're like, what is that? Is that, what's that rattle? Is that my trunk? Is that a wheel bed? What, what's, I don't even know what a wheel bed is. But you see what I'm saying? You hear a noise. You don't know what's causing it. So you have to call the experts. The experts at Boulevard Auto Works. They'll figure out where that noise is coming from. Or maybe once it starts to warm up, you crank up the AC and it doesn't work. Or not as well as it should. Now's the time to call Tom and his team over at Boulevard. They're here to get you there. BLVD Auto Works. My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Everything. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. All right. It's that time of day where we get to play games. Yes. Yes. Mike's time been now to play wheel. along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. I will spin this wheel. and uh, But first, before I do that, you asked me the other day, uh, Don, what the overall score is. So I did a little research, oh, sure. went back, and guess what? What? You know what today is? Today is the 30th. The- 50th game show roulette Whoa. we've ever played. Whoa. Yeah. 
Congrats. That's great. We've done a lot of fun games, Mike. So we've played a whole bunch of games, and uh, we're going to spin the wheel, figure out what we're playing today. And uh, by the way, I will give you that overall total here in just a second. Oh, no problem. I might not want to know. Yes! We're going to start it, or or, I guess do number 50 where it all started. Uh uh, Match game, ironically, was the first game we ever did. Don, you're good at this game. I am? You won the very first time we played this way back on December 12th. And the overall score, by the way, 26 wins for Bradley, 21 wins for Don. I would say that's almost darn near tied. One for Grant, one for Paul. So there we go. That's the full the full scoreboard okay, there for great, you. Great, so great. Uh, let's do it. Let's play a little game show roulette, figure out uh, who's going to win. Again, today we're playing match game. Very simple game. We will uh, give you that match game a clue. Uh, let me flip that coin first. Somebody call it. Somebody Pets. call it. It is Tails. Oh, I always oh, say Tails. Why didn't I go with my instincts? Yeah, that you should have. It was uh, it was Tails. <laughs> Darn it. Anyhow, shoot. Um, we are going to uh, start with Bradley here. You get to choose. You want question A or question B? I'll take A, Bob. All righty. Again, we had a uh, panel of celebrities. This actually is back to match game 76. Okay. So oh, remember, very important bicentennial. Yes. With your answers, think about it uh, from a 1976 vibe. Here we go. You went with a yep all right first question is this again i'll read the question then i'll play the little think music and uh here we go i think the judge used to own a deli instead of a gavel he bangs a blank one more time i think the judge used to own a deli instead of a gavel he bangs a blank (laughs) pickle bob you say a pickle pickle did any of our celebrities say pickle? Just one. Oh, but you hey, got one. one's not nothing. One is not nothing. You are exactly right. One point for Bradley. Uh, number one, Don, you have a guess? Yes. Chicken oh, leg. Chicken leg is what you would have said. No, the number the, one answer that wasn't on the board. Sandwich? Uh, a salami. Oh, salami would have been four, a good one. Four of our celebrities said salami. Okay. Celebrities so, said salami. Uh, <laughs> so uh, one point though, because we did have one pickle. I'll take the one. It was a salami, a pickle, and a hoagie. Those were the four okay. answers oh, that were given. Yeah. Th- three answers that were given. All right, Don, are you ready for your question? Yes. Playing a little match game today for a game show roulette. My grandmother has quite the green thumb. Last time I was at her house, there were so many plants, I needed a blank just to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Again, my grandmother has quite the green thumb. Last time I was at her house, there were so many plants, I needed a blank just to go to the bathroom. Machete! Machete! Great answer! Is machete one of the top answers our celebrities gave? It's the number one answer given by celebrities. Three of them said machete. Any other guess? Ah, uh, yeah. Go for it. A hoe. A hoe. Weed eater. Um, lawnmower was two. Oh, that's a good one. Pruner was the other one. Oh. one set of I pruner. guess weed eaters, were they around in 1970s? Weed whackers? No, I probably, feel probably like, not. Hmm, had to be around there. 
I don't know. Uh, okay, after the first round, we've got, and again, whoever's leading after the first two rounds, they will get the first guess when it comes to the super match, and whoever has the top money answer for the super match will it be the winner the for today. Match. It does. This is all just kind of jockeying for position right. to get in there for that super match. All right, uh, Bradley, you are trailing. It is three points for Don, Ugh, one for okay, Bradley. I'll try to come back. Let's go ahead and uh, give me a, an A or a B. Which question would you like? I would like B, Bob. You would like B this time. Okay, here we go. The economic crash has been getting really tough. Oh, God. Even the old woman who lives in the shoe had to move out into a blank. Again, economic crisis has been really tough. Even the old woman who lives in a shoe had to move out and into a blank. Like, there are so many things I want to say. <laughs> I'm going to go with... A sock. You're going to go with a sock. <laughs> All right. The economic crash has been getting really tough. Even the old woman lives in a shoe, had to move out and into a sock. Four of our celebrities wow. sock. Nicely Four. done. That was by far. I, I didn't say box. Answer. I was going to say like shoe box. But, what about know. slipper? Is shoe box would been pretty good. Uh, one celebrity did say slipper. So okay. we had four socks, one slipper, and one sandal. Okay. Well, <laughs> tough when it Cute. rains. Yeah. Uh, there Today you go. say a crock. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yes, crock. Exactly. That would have been a good answer for today. Uh, all righty. We will move on to this one. So, Don, you're now trailing by two. You need to match at least uh, three celebrities to okay. retake the, uh, take the all lead right. here. All right, I can do this. All, all right. right, here we go. King Kong is so big. How big is he? How big is he? King Kong is so big that the National Weather Service has decided to put out a warning every time he blanks. Oh. Again, King Kong is so big that the National Weather Service has decided to put out a warning every time he blanks. Sneezes? Dawn is going with sneezes. Did any of our celebrities say sneezes? Yes, one did. Oh, Just what? one. What was the top answer? We'll get to that. Oh, oh. <laughs> Is that yeah. your guess? That would be my guess. That would be your guess. Unfortunately, that was not on the list. Stop oh, polite. you would have to. Something polite. It was the 70s. They were doing cocaine. They were doing cocaine. It's not about polite. Yeah. And while they were doing cocaine, they all, uh, three of them said cries. Okay. Oh, so that okay. makes sense Thank because you. of the brain. Get and, it? And the other two said tinkles. Oh, yep. every time he tinkles. So with that, it is now a five to four lead for Bradley after our two rounds of action. That means we go on to the super match where I give you super one match. word with a blank and you two both get an answer here on this one. Whosever answer is higher on the money board. There's a $500 answer, a 250 and a $100 answer. All right. And again, whoever has the top answer is going to be our winner for today. The 50th oh, God, game. So much pressure. A game show rule. Let. All right, Bradley, you get to go first. You like an underdog, remember. I Are do you? like an underdog, but Hi, that would be you today. Me. Not, be nice. not today. Lose on purpose. <laughs> lose on purpose. Be nice, lose on purpose, said nobody who played a game ever. But nice try, Don. I okay. see you. I all smell right, you. All right. all right, here we go. Especially after we had uh, that garlicky chicken experience <laughs> today. It was so good, but we man, my breath. My mm-hmm. breath. That garlic and cilantro leftover up in there. Yeah, it's not the best. All right, here we go. Come on now. Road blank. Road blank. Again, what answer will you give Bradley for road blank? Okay, Bob. I'm going to go with block. 
Roadblock. Roadblock. Going to say, all right, Don, an answer for road blank. Road trip. Road trip. Okay. Okay. I also thought of road rage. We yeah. are, okay. That seems kind of modern. Yeah. Right. Like, do they use trip. that term? Maybe sign. We'll find out. We'll start on the first one. Road, and when I say first one, we're going to go to the $500 answer first because I like drama. Uh, closed was the number one answer. Oh, road closed boy. was God, the number so one answer. Because all the uh, road closures. <laughs> <laughs> the number two answer yeah? was actually for 250 Road Rage. Oh! So the $100 answer remains. Is it trip? Is it block? Block. For the win, it's Road Trip. Yay! John, John you got nails it. it. Oh, yeah. Nicely done. Oh, my God. And she scores ahead to 22. 22. You're only four back now only after that big I'm really going to have to kick it into high gear tomorrow. Nicely done, Don. All right. Congratulations to Bradley. Yeah, he's got a consolation prize, but... Okay, I hate that guy. It's a woman. It's a doll. I tried to introduce that to uh, Sarah last night. It did not go well. Oh, God. Was she terrified? (laughs) Yes. Oh, just wait. I kind of was. You're going to get a text from her at some point like, I love Jasper. (laughs) Mike, thank you so much for that wonderful game. And thank you, dear listeners, for giving us three hours of your life. When we come back, it's Lori and Julia. We'll see you.